Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1580. Your gift of sensitivity might be someone's answered prayer. By Linda Salvita of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD, or welcome for the first time if you're new. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, ready to read yet another inspiring blog post for you. This one comes from Highly Sensitive Refuge, and it is a great piece for reminding us of how our sensitivities can be helpful, not only for ourselves, but for others as well. So let's get into the reading now and optimize your life. Your Gift of Sensitivity Might Be Someone's Answered Prayer by Linda Salvita of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com I've heard it all before, as a child and as a young adult. You're too sensitive. You're such a crybaby. Oh my God, why are you crying over that? And the kicker, stop crying. They didn't realize that was the trigger that made me cry even more. Yes, I was a sensitive child, and it wasn't a trait that was accepted or appreciated. So, what did I do as a result? I stuffed my sensitivity down deep inside to protect myself from the ridicule. I thought that I was fixing myself or getting rid of a weakness. The truth is, I was suppressing my biggest strength. But it took me decades to realize it, and to realize how much good you can do in the world when you embrace your sensitivity. Even though I acted tough, my intuitive ability still came through. I was extremely sensitive to everyone's emotions, and I could easily feel their needs. I hid my sensitive side, and people noticed. Hiding my sensitive nature didn't end when I grew up. I kept on doing it through adulthood and into my work life. Through my entire nine-year career as a teacher, I played the I'm strong and I got my stuff together role. The tough teacher. Hard on the outside, soft on the inside. People could see it at a glance. I was known for having that RBF. You know, the resting blank face. Smile, everyone would tell me in passing. But they couldn't see what was inside. As a highly sensitive person, I was always in deep, and I mean deep feeling and contemplation mode about everyone, even if I didn't show it. Intuitively, I was following their emotions and their thought and their behavior patterns and responding to their level of emotional intelligence, while at the same time picking up on all the side conversations around me. Even though I acted tough, this intuitive ability still came through. I was the teacher known for being able to engage students in the heart space able to easily facilitate a safe space in the classroom for students to vocally open up. 
not just about deep intellectual conversation, but about their emotions, their real emotions, the ones that they never told anyone else, including their fears. Open-hearted conversation was easily integrated with intellect in my classroom. As an empath, I was extremely sensitive to everyone's emotions, and I could easily feel their needs. It was my first language. But the facade remained. I would not dare to let myself shed a tear in front of anyone. Watery eyes might appear once in a blue moon during inspired conversation with students. I felt safer around children, but I definitely forced back my tears around adults. The waterworks were saved for when I was alone. But that all changed when I began to acknowledge my sensitivity years later as a gift, not as a curse of shame. Here's how it happened. He told me that this breakthrough was his answered prayer, one he was needing for a very long time. I could feel their pain, and I answered. While scrolling through my news feed, I stopped at a pre-recorded Facebook Live that didn't feel right. It was an acquaintance. I knew of him, but I did not know him. Yet. It was a cry for help. His words didn't say it. In fact, his words affected positive self-talk to get out of a funk. But I could see the despair in his eyes, feel the pain in his body, and the frazzle in his energy. At the core, I felt like he was about to lose it. Immediately, my heart jumped out. I felt compelled. I could not not reach out. So I messaged him. I'm sending you so much love. I can see your soul. I can feel your pain. I offered to help him, and immediately he said yes. At that moment, a wave of grief rose through me. I stepped away from the computer and began to sob heavily. I placed my hand on my heart, and I said out loud, It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I felt like I was speaking directly to him, energetically. In those 60 seconds of my intense sobbing, I could feel his pain points and exactly what he needed to release them. Allowing myself to cry also helped me understand that this pain was not mine. Crying allowed me to acknowledge it and to feel into his pain and then release it completely. When we jumped on a video call, he told his story and began to cry. Flustered with confusion, he so badly wanted to break through the turmoil and make sense of it all. As a love and liberation coach, I facilitated the sacred space for him to look within through a process of targeted questions. He saw what he had been rejecting, made sense of it all, and broke free from the misery. Within 90 minutes, I watched him transform from a place of despair to a place of gratitude and clarity. He understood what was happening back then, in the times that traumatized him, what is happening now, and what he needs to do next. I could feel in his energy that he returned to a state of peace, ease, and confidence to move forward. We both ended up with tears in our eyes. But this time, they were tears of inspiration. Later, he said to me that this breakthrough was his answered prayer, one he was needing for a very long time. In that moment, I realized that I would no more try in vain to put up a front and hide my sensitivity. If you are also sensitive and you can feel others' pain, do it. Let nothing stop you. Sensitive people, honor your gifts. I could have held back when I saw that video. I could have stuffed my sensitivity down once again. I could have dove into my own inner turmoil, teetering on the fence of whether or not I should open up to him. It would have been the easy choice, the way out. But I didn't. And if you are also sensitive, 
And if you can also feel others' pain and you feel compelled to offer your support if they truly want it, do it. Let nothing stop you. Because you never know when your gift of sensitivity will be someone's answered prayer. And you know what else? You may realize that they were your answered prayer too. Because you allowed yourself to be appreciated just as you are in your perfect gift. The gift of being sensitive. It is safe to be who you are. And it's time. The world needs you. You just listened to the post titled, Your Gift of Sensitivity Might Be Someone's Answered Prayer by Linda Solvita of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com And thank you so much to Linda for sharing this work of hers today. And what a great article for reminding us of the value of sensitivity. But mind you, you don't always have to wait for uh, or deliver a grand gesture such as what we heard about today. Obviously, it's amazing to do that, but keep in mind that you can always ask someone how they're feeling or if there's anything that you can do to help them. And sure, this might come up casually or passively quite often, but there's so much to be said about the intentionality with which you ask such questions. To express true presence and ask with honesty and genuine concern, this Subtle shift in tone or body language can go a long way in helping someone to know that you are truly there for them if they need anything. You might ask specifically about something that you know that they're going through, or you know, you might share a story about when you went through something similar. If you truly care, it will come through and it will be registered. And there are always opportunities to express that care. So that's going to do it for today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this post and that you're able to think about how and when you might offer your sensitivity to others. Thank you for coming, and I will see you again tomorrow for another article. That's where your optimal life awaits.